Oh, yeah, we're back with another team profile and projection, and this time it is the Seattle Mariners. Blake Snell doesn't play for him, but he's from the region. Jake, your thoughts? Nice. Ja- Trev? I talked to Blake last night. Awesome. This is Talking Baseball presented by DraftKings. Team profile and projections an episode a day, every day until opening days. The promise we made to you and we roll on BBD. Someone did tell me that the date you have on the screen for all these is 2020 and not 2021. Yes. Ah, wow. Which I was going to tell you earlier. And I just realized right, right on now. the opening. I don't care, but podcast. <laughs> I don't, tough, I just tough. saw it. It's right in front Brutal. of my face. I don't care. Jay, can you tell us what these Mariners did last year? They finished 27 and 33. Yeah. Which would be a seventy-three and eighty-nine pace. Did they get better? Did they get worse? What's going on, Jim? This is an interesting one because I think they got better. The guys they lost: D. Strange, Gordon, uh, who you know, it, a lot of p- fans are familiar with D. He's not doing some of his big output years that he did back in the day. Uh, Hirano, uh, he left. Phil Burv and Tim Loves. I, I mean, yeah, but they brought in a couple guys. They brought in James Paxton. Uh, Returns to Seattle He should be the one Or the two in that rotation With Marco Gonzalez They brought in Rafael Montero Who should be their closer Ken Giles signed He'll be out all of this season Chris Flexen comes over From the KBO Kenyon Middleton Keenan Middleton Excuse me Comes up from LAA And Robert Duggar Barely knower uh, so they added a lot of pitching, which I think was already this Mariners' strength, and they didn't lose too much. So I don't know. The Mariners kind of added some stuff, Trev. But what's going on with the lineup, Big Daddy? I'll take you guys through the lineup. And again, this is a Fangrass projected lineup. You guys know your team better than we do, so go ahead and shout in the comments if we get some of this wrong. At catcher, Luis Torrens back. First base, Evan White, kind of a bopper there. Second base, Dylan Moore. Shortstop, my guy, J.P. Mm. Crawford, who can pick it. Third base, the big baby, Kyle Seager. And I mean that in a very, very nice way. I love Kyle Seager. Left field, Jose. Oh, man. Marmalejos. Bang. Nailed it. Crushed it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Center field, I own many of this guy's baseball card. Kyle Lewis, he's a stud, had a great year last year. Right field, one of my buddies, Mitch Hanniger, and DH, Ty France. Again, mm. there could be some moving pieces, but this is what Fangraphs has projected for 2021. Jim, can you tell us about the rotation, please? A lot of people that Mariners fans already know. Marco Gonzalez, James Paxton, Big Maple, back on the bump. Justice Sheffield kind of had a nice season last year. Big changes were made, and they worked out. You say Kikuchi. Is his funky business coming up? We'll talk about we'll that. We'll get there. Justin Dunn, Nick Marjavicious. Ooh. Chris Flexen might get in the mix. They got Rafael Montero in the pen with Kendall Graveman. How do you say the Middleton? I think it's Keenan because the Y becomes before the N. Keenan Middleton. That's how you get out of not mispronouncing a name. You just say it with a dumb accent. Okay. And also Anthony Missilewiths. That's the pitchers. Huge. Right away, before we get into the team, because we might tra- change our opinions by the end, any way that this team can finish third in the division. 
Do you guys believe that this team could maybe finish third in the AO West? Yes. Jake's a yes. Yeah. Trev's a yes. yes. I'm also a yes. Okay. I'm also a yes. So we th- Mariners pod. This might be the first team where we had the ceiling being third place in the division that we've done here. I don't know. Yeah. Diamondbacks, they kind of didn't matter in the nice way, and Royals were kind of borderline. This they, is the they best. needed a lot to go right. Mariners still are waiting on a lot of prospects. That's, like, still the game there. I like a lot of their moves. Justice Sheffield had a – I don't know if the word breakout's right, but there was a tangible change where he threw his four-seam fastball, like, 50% of the time. It got rocked. So they said, hey, maybe don't throw it anymore. He scrapped it completely last year, started throwing a two-seam, a sinker, and had really good results. So I think there's a little hope for Justice Sheffield. There's hope that James Paxton can come return to form, and if they're good enough, stick it out to for a wild card race. If they need to tra- move them at the deadline, get more prospects. So I think there's a, you know, for being a team that we're doing this early on, there's some hope and positivity in Marinerland. Yeah, and I think uh, low-key, because we kind of said that about the Royals as well. Like yes, Their fan true. base was positive. D-backs, we probably could have said that, but we we just don't know enough about them. So D-backs fans reach out still. Um, and good for Blake Snell from being from the Pacific Northwest, by the way. Got involved early with this. Man. No, man. His I brother mean, is also from the, the same exact area as him. We, we look at teams, and it's kind of what do you do, right? And these mm-hmm. Mariners, it looks like they can pitch a little bit. Marco Gonzalez has been doing it for a little while now, and he's a solid piece. James Paxton returns home. The question with him is always health. Um and if he's healthy, I expect him to be good there. And, yeah, I mean, flip a coin. If the Mariners are involved in stuff, let it ride. Let these young guys get some momentum. Or flip him. And I think we could be saying exciting stuff about the 2022 Mariners. They could make a significant jump with a couple free agents and a couple of these young guys kicking in. Yusai Kikuchi, um, he Excuse can me? he can spin the ball, apparently. he Like some of the baseball savant stuff loves him. But when he gets hit, he gets rocked. So we'll see what comes there. But yeah, they got young arms. They their bullpen. I specifically remember last year saying, "Oh my God, like this is going to be the worst bullpen in baseball." Now at least they've got a couple guys they can buy into. And if they have a couple young bats figured out, I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about the Mariners next year, kind of the way we talked about the Blue Jays and looking to make a big splash in free agency next year. To add to all the guys. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Trev, what do you think? I I, I like their lineup. They need a few things to go right for them to be um, productive enough to maybe hit that third place um, ceiling. Are we going to give them a ceiling of third place in the ALS? Because I don't think second second place is there for them yeah no ceiling's ceiling. third yeah ceiling's third but you know a guy like evan white for instance you know he signs that contract before he even steps into a, on a big league field didn't have a good year last year can can he get something right can he get right for them kyle seager the model of consistency i mean that's a guy uh, any young ball players look him up you know look at what he does year in and year out so he's gonna be there uh, Kyle Lewis wins the rookie of the year last year. He's a stud. I expect him to continue to do what he's been doing. And a guy like Mitch Hanniger, who I mentioned is my buddy. Um, he's been hurt for a couple years. They need to get him back and healthy on the field. You know, couple that with some good defense. And like you guys saying, the starting pitching's there. They have all those lefties, which is a little strange for me, but I could see a world where this team is competitive and outplays their projection. 
I'm lost. I agree with everything you guys are saying. I'm lost in you say Kikuchi's contract situation. Sure. It's the trickiest contract I think MLB has yeah. currently. So I was trying to remember it because this is technically a walk year for Kikuchi. <laughs> but there there's like four or he the Mariners can lock him up for another four years. Something like that. Like their team option is like a four year option. Big one. But he could be a trade piece as well if he pitches well. Or he's kind of pitching for his future as an American League baseball player because last year was rough. So I'm kind of interested in tracking Kikuchi's 2021 more than other people. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big number. I mean, it's 17 mil per year, essentially. 17, 16 per mil after that. So, I mean, he would have to be good. I mean, he's got a career 5.39 ERA just because he can spin it a little bit. Like he So had, you think it's a walk? He had a good FIP last year. He, he would really have to take a leap. So if, if the Mariners are out of it, they could be trading Paxson and Kikuchi if those guys are pitching well. Sure. Or if someone just needs bullets, which I think a lot of teams are going to need this year. You um, think you think Kyle Seager would get moved? Man, I, I'm a big Kyle Seager guy, Trev. I mean, again, you, you played MLB third base, so you can speak a little better on third base. But I'm going to put down the Yankees a little bit for you because I know you like that. Like, if this dude had played his career – for the Yankees and did what he's done at third base, like Yankee fans would be screaming from the ceilings about how good Kyle Seager is. So I'm I'm a Seager fan. There was a moment there where his contract looked bad because he had one down year and he was still getting a little bit of money. But Kyle Seager is going to be Kyle Seager. He's going to pick it. He's going to be a nice lefty bat for you. And if there is a year they move on and maybe they get a couple prospects and maybe it's it's moving on to the future of the Seattle Mariners, I'd be happy with that. Or... If we're talking about a hopeful Seattle Mariners next year, I'd love if Kyle Seager hung around for them to compete to get back into the playoffs for the first time since, isn't it like 01 or something crazy? Isn't it the longest drought in baseball? I believe it is. Is it? Producer BBD. Is it 01? I'll, did you, I'll speak did on, you look uh, this up Kyle beforehand? I didn't look it up beforehand. <laughs> I was... Um, <laughs> I was I was starting to cross wires with the Pirates episode because they haven't won the division in my life, but they made the playoffs with this wild. The Cardinals. Mariners' active postseason drought is at 19 years. Yeesh. So you had it right. So I was all around it. Believe in yourself next time. Never. I I love the Yankee Seager talk. It's true. He does get lost in the Pacific Northwest. He signed the seven-year hundred mil uh, deal, and that was early on. You know that the Mariners saw something in him and he's given them every bit of that money back. You know, he's as consistent as consistent gets. Like you said, he had one down year. What year was that? 2018. But every other year, he's just been Kyle Seeger. And it's actually shocking to me when I look at his page that he's only made one all-star game and one gold glove. That just goes to show you how good the third base position has been in the American league for so long. You know, he's a guy that, I mean, he's already amassed 33 career war. And when you go see him play, you're like, okay, I get it. I get it, man. I really do. The way he comes in on balls, the way he moves laterally, um, and the way he puts up professional at-bats. And the guy just he just goes and does it. And, and I'll tell you another thing. Dodgers fans, be happy that Kyle Seeger was born because he made Corey Seeger who he is. Wow. When you have an older brother like that, Damn. you're trying to keep up with that older brother who's as good as Kyle is, is going to make you good. You give a lot of credit to your older brother? Of course. Okay. All I did was try to keep up with him in my in my life. 
So she hold that over your head. Fans, thank, go ahead and thank Kyle. But I love, I love him, and I am. The more and more I look at this Mariners team, I'm like, hey, it's pretty exciting. Like JP Crawford, you know, he got a lot of love last year because he made some crazy highlight plays. Like he, he can really, really pick it. It's also a really good dude. I'd like to see him, you know, kind of figure out the bat a little bit more. He has a good swing, can do it. So I'm rooting for JP this year, and I think everyone should be on the lookout for him too. Huge. What's 22 divided by eight? From the Phillies. What's your question? 22 divided by eight. It's like two and three quarters. Sure. Is that good? Is that right? Yeah. The room's nodding. <laughs> what? <laughs> why you did say? you ask that? Because when eight? you said Seeger, if he was a Yankee, he'd be so uh, you know he'd be beloved. People would shouting him out more. And I was like, oh, I wonder how many more home runs he'd average a year if his home stadium was Yankee Stadium, Instead which is a new of, game I've been playing. Right. A lot, and it would. I just looked at all of his doubles, triples, and outs that were hit over 300 feet to right field in home games from 2012 to 2019, and it was 22 home runs if his home stadium was Yankee Stadium and not um, whatever they're calling Safeco these days, which would be two more home runs a year, which isn't as big of a jump as I thought it was going to be. Guys already got over 200 home runs playing in Seattle. It's an impressive feat. Yeah, I mean, career OPS plus 114. Uh, it is interesting. He's only got the one kind of monster year, 859 OPS, 30 homers. And, you know, you say monster year and you compare it to some other guys. But to do it at third base, hitting lefty, um, you know, classic, really nice MLB career. Either get the Mariners good for his final years or trade him to a good team. Um what else are we looking for out of this team? I mean, do we think that dudes are going to get the call this year? Everyone's on uh, Kellenic. The dude that came over uh, in the Mets trade for Edwin Diaz. People were comparing him to Trout and stuff. He's the number six overall prospect right now. He's supposed to get the call this year. Taylor Trammell, the guy that got moved around, I think, twice. It was Reds to Padres and then Padres to Mariners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like Logan Gilbert, who I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have the scouting report, you don't? but he's, he's ranked 39th overall. So You know nothing of Logan Gilbert? You never heard I'm about him? I'm not a Logan Gilbert guy. Oh, my God. He's got great hair. More of a Gilbert Gottfried. What? He's from Florida, which is like Florida. exact opposite corners yeah. of the U.S. Him and Blake Gilbert Snell Gottfried. just switching areas. Yeah, <laughs> always. I can't stop it. So, I don't know. I think this is fun for Mariners fans. A baseball season can do, can go two different ways pretty quickly. If they can pick up some momentum, like, this could be a fun Mariners year. Call up some guys. Be that team that's outside of from the wild card, and we're always like, you know, if the Mariners get hot, they're five games out. They got to jump six teams. Um I think they can be in that spot, or, you know, a couple injuries, baseball catches up with you. Um they need they need a, a little something a with the bats. I got a question for Jake. Logan Gilbert, Stetson College. Stetson, all right. Two oh two ERA. Nice. In college? Yeah, with okay. with twelve <laughs> so games going started. Back a little bit. All right. How do you not know about this guy? I don't know. Jake, what, tell me about Julio Rodriguez, because I know Kellenek because he's the, dude. he's the guy that people want to have baseball cards of. They love this guy. But Fangrass has Julio ranked above him. Is this is that accurate? He's the guy, man. He's younger, though. It if you uh, if you you hear a Mariners fan talk like Kellenic was the guy, and then this dude kind of wow. popped up, and he's he's been his short experience in the minors. He's been a stud, but yeah, man, like he's you know 
Trev, you you went through your old scouting report the other day that sounded like someone ogling, you know, a weird, yeah, weird. 18-year-old male model or something. Uh, 70 power. They don't just you give gotta that You got to tell out. people what you just said because I think – I don't think people know what you're oh, referencing. They know. Okay. They know. Tre- Trevor they dug know. up his old scouting report the other day, and it was like wiry, nice hips or something. It was – Slender, slender frame, <laughs> powerful. It's hips. a weird sport. It's, it's a weird strange. sport. Uh, I mean, Julio Rodriguez. He's twenty years old, six three, one eighty. He's supposed to have real oh, power. Yeah. Sp- <laughs> That's getting me going. He's he's not supposed to be on the path this year. Uh, potentially next year. And again, that's I. I kind of like the Blue Jays' best case. Situation where like The Mariners you know They can pack that house And you know that team will rally Around a sports team so if they can make A big splash in free agency next year I think that's when things get fun So best case The Mariners are competitive this year Good games to watch for their fans They're just out of wild card race So they feel free To trade the people that are performing well To get returns Next year they call up some dudes They sprinkle in some more vets And they go after, you know, the wild card next year Jake, is that what you were saying? Yeah, I'm in on it I like that I I like that team that hovers for a little bit And then they just drop out and they trade By trade deadline you want to be trading We do want them to trade Yeah, you do It is in their best interest I mean, what? I mean, I know Trev has this off the top of his head, but I was going to see what salary they have on the books going forward. Um, you don't know? They I'm, got Marco Gonzalez. He's got like three more years of money. Evan White has four more years of money. Back at load. Evan White's making eight mil in 2025. I mean, they can essentially clear the books for next year. Yeah, you'd have uh, Giles is on there. Flexens is on there. Seeger's club option next year, so we'll see what's going on, but... The Kikuchi option, like they can have a bunch of young talent, clear the books. I think this is this is the new MLB formula. Mm. Who do you think is going to lead the team in triples? Ooh, you got to lean Lewis, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, there he is. Okay, and, and we haven't talked once about Shed Long. Shed Long, money long, and there we go. Now we've talked about it. What's Max's fun stat for the Mariners? Max's fun stat. It's an, it's an Evan White stat. It says first baseman Evan White whiffed at 52.6% of the 96 curveballs he saw in 2020, which was the third highest rate in all of MLB against curveballs, only behind Mondesi and Yelly. Hey. But, but I think this is the fun part because that wasn't very fun. When he did make contact, 63.6% of the curveballs he made contact with sorry, were hard hit. The third highest rate in all baseball against curveballs, only behind Vlad Jr. and Mike Trout, and just ahead of Jose Abreu. To me, if I'm here and telling you my interpretation of that, that tells me that Evan White swings at curveballs very hard with his eyes closed. Hmm. I, d- I think you just stop it at very hard. Just a clear miss or yeah. a clear hit. Know how when I describe... Does he have a really quick swing? Because that's what um we were told about Clint Frazier. Because his bat is so quick through the zone, when he misses breaking pitches, he misses them completely and rarely fouls them down or up. Weak contact. R- r- rarely has weak contact because he's got a quick swing. What's Evan White's 
swing path. Well, who's who's got that Evan White's ridiculous swing ridiculous to me. Who told you that? That's I'm just being honest. Uh, the Sharp head, stats. the head of the talking Yanks analytics um, analytics department. There's some it, is science this thing just it. so much faster than everybody else's. I just have a hard time. Wait, have you not seen Clint Frazier swing? Of course I have. It is faster than it is one of the fastest swings in MLB. Okay, do the other guys who have a fast swing have the same problem? As that's what, that's what we were told. We're now currently inquiring about that, but we're watching a video of a foul ball. It was a swing. No, that was a long swing, not it a was quick a swing. swing. Um, over, under. Let's close this out. Trevor's over, under. Draft DraftKings Kings has the over, under, and we have the official DraftKings over, unders now at 72 and a half games. It's tough it's when tough. you give him the ceiling of third place and then you start to think <laughs> about over under 72 and a half. Obviously, they'd have to be over 72 and a half to have that ceiling. Rangers stink. The Rangers stink. Rangers stink. The A's. A's are looking better every day. Yeah, but I don't think the A's are going to like train roll. You know, it's not like no. it's going to be like 18 to 1 series or 15 to 3 no. series. I see them so being competitive. The Angels, I can see them being a little competitive. Like I have them losing the, losing the season series but not being terrible. But then they also get to play the Rockies, uh, the Diamondbacks, and the Giants. 72 and a half. I'll go the over. I was going to go a hopeful over. I think they can pitch a little bit. There'll be some excitement. I'm just trying to win Mariners fans. You know, you know, Seattle know. has rowdy fans, and they've been cooped up all year. So once the Mariners fans get to that ballpark, they're going to be screaming. They do have rowdy fans. They're not that rowdy. Seattle. Oh, you're talking about the football well, fans. The football and the, and the which soccer. football? I mean, <laughs> you got no offense, I you think, guys. I think a lot of those fans are the same fans. They just Jake's have a, trying to rile me up, and I won't. Do they it. have a team that hasn't gone to the playoffs in 19 years. I think the, Seattle has a fan base that would love to get rowdy for their Mariners. Because they're I've Sounders fans. They're Seahawks I've played, fans. I've there. They're I've fans there, of Jake, their fans. You no, know, I was a former Major League Baseball Jake's player. Jake's trying to rile me up, and I'm not doing it. Seattle Seahawks fans are the biggest losers in the world. Look at Jake did. I didn't make you say that. Their number one jersey is a 12th man jersey. They buy jerseys of themselves. It's the most embarrassing thing going in all no, the sports. That's not embarrassing. Trev, it's so embarrassing. Trev's a Seahawks fan. It's, it's so embarrassing to me. Do the Mariners have 12 fans jerseys? Because that's what we need. That would be a 10th man? You'd be 12th. Why not? Why not? I mean, at one point, at one point, Seattle had, you know, the best home field advantage at their football stadium. That's yeah. why they got 12. Because they consider it a clapping. Literally convention. part of the team when you can cause <laughs> the other team to get penalties. Yes. Yeah. How is that not part of the game, Jimmy? When Trev. you can cause the other team to get penalties, you're part of the game. Fantastic. So there you go. When but when, those fans don't translate to Mariners games. When I you say you. Uh, one, two, no. three, everybody clap, and then you're like, "We just broke the sound record. Our fans are so loud." It's like, no, you didn't. You said one, two, three, clap. Wasn't okay, natural. What clapping. about when Marshawn Lynch ran for a touchdown and they literally had Marshawn Lynch is the coolest ever, and I like him. I have nothing against the the Seahawks players. Very fun team. The fans. Okay, I'm talking about the fans. This like happens every time. Caused... Look what Jake did. Get out of here. I'm, we're ending the show. Don't buy a 12th man jersey. So you can't the, end the show until I give my prediction. I'm going to say, you guys both went over 72 and a half? I was trying to I win Seattle over. fans over because I, I always over. shit on them. I'm taking the under now. Fuck it. What are you taking, Trev? 
under. <laughs> I think the Seattle fans would love to be loud if they had a playoff team because that's what the Seahawks have yeah. been. The Mariners, let's get good. Let's go. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Go Hawk. See you tomorrow. Don't buy a 12-man 12, 12 shirt. 12-man Mariners. Just don't buy a shirt for yourself. It's so weird.